Will you say four instead of five? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> four. <laughs> hey, James, how we? Oh, wait, there's a truck coming. <laughs> four. <laughs> so the four. Dis- <laughs> so four. The- <laughs> what are you golfing today? You told me to say four. <laughs> it was supposed to be four, three, two, one. And then we start the show. <laughs> Why would I say five if you're going to start with five? But last time we did this, people don't hear it. We do a little thing before that we cut out. We go five. He's supposed to say four. I'm supposed to say three. And we go down. But last time I said five. You said five. I said four. You said four. I just went with I it. Want, I need to hear the tape on that one because I don't believe you. Oh, I'm going to put it in this co- uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's CGI. You, you, that's nonsense. I don't. I never say five. I love it when we start a show and a, and a big, huge semi truck comes by. I always feel like I'm sucking in fumes while I'm trying to drink my coffee. Really? I don't even like, smell it, but in my, I don't even smell it, but in my mind, I hear you're it. You're superstitious. I'm, I smell. I don't know. You're superstitious. What can I say? So this morning I called you. Five and, is the best number, though, right? What's that? Five is the best number, though, right? Really? I think 13 is the best number. No, don't be silly. Yeah, it's not the whole bad luck like thing. Is I think 13 is American. What? What, because of the colonies? Because of everything. <laughs> because of everything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. Because of everything. Well, um, are you into numerology at all? Only five. I got to five and I was like, You're done. Oh, no, this is good. This is good. So this was years ago, and I started seeing a pattern with America and 13. It all starts with the colonies, but I started looking at other things. Well, isn't uh, 13 the evil number? So doesn't that make America evil? Are you saying America's evil? Do you hate America? Are you a terrorist? <laughs> no, I'm saying 13 is actually a good luck number. Not a, In this country, it's a good luck number. All right. Okay, so... So you're not so interesting thing that I've noticed, and this could be because you know the whole thing is it really there or am I just paying attention? But the two numbers six and eight consistently show up everywhere in my life together, not like a six and a couple of the numbers and then eight or an eight. It's consistent. So when I was born, when I graduated, I'm giving that away. Um, I'm. My grandfather's you, phone you were, number, my were, grandmother's phone number. You were born uh, and, and graduated in the same year? No, the combination of those oh, two okay, numbers together. Um, so basically 68 and 86. And 86 yeah. yeah, I get it. I can do okay, math. Okay, good. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm really, I pay attention all of a sudden. Oh, of course, this is an important number. And of course, those two numbers show up. It shows up in other stuff. I don't want to, you know, maybe broadcast out right now, but... But I'm, I'm amazed at how often those two numbers show up together. And I'm like, oh, okay, once again. What do you think about all that? So is it 6.8 or 8.6? <laughs> do you know immediately what I'm talking about? <laughs> wow, that is... <laughs> Go yeah. ahead and tell. And I don't know. Five. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you say that now, but you're smiling at me like you do. Uh, <laughs> five is the number of letters in my first name. Five is the number of letters in my middle name, and five is the number of letters in my last name. Oh. So, and my, uh, when I was playing football, that my number was 35. Interesting. Or it could have been 32, but I prefer to remember it as 35. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so 
Uh, this morning I called you as I was about ready to oh, say. Oh, do you want to start the show? No, this is before the show, I guess. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I call you this morning and I'm like, listen, James, I don't know if we can go out for coffee today. This is what happened to me. Last night, I invited my daughter's friend over to have dinner with us. I get a call later on that day and here's what happened. Okay, so my daughter's friend went home and found out that his sister was hanging out with her friend on Friday who tested positive on COVID with no symptoms. So I'm thinking, okay, that's kind of distance, but it could have happened that this girl was infected, hung out with this other girl who was the sister of the friend of my daughter who came over to dinner. And I was worried that you'd be worried that I came over. <laughs> had I known you were going to tell that story that way, I think I would have had you stay home. Christopher, have you forgotten that I'm vaccinated, as is my wife? Yeah, but I watch all the politicians and they're all vaccinated and they're still wearing masks. And we're outside. Yeah, that's political. And they're outside. I, I said that's political, but we're outside. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm disagreeing with you that the politicians are outside with a mask, very far away from Why people. Why are you watching the politicians? What possible information can you get from them? Oh, it's for my amusement. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what did you think of that phone call after you hung up with me and you're like, yeah, just come on over? I was like... Uh, get vaccinated. <laughs> oh, right. So, <laughs> so then I, I want, so of course I have like a little thing, right? So there's certain things I did medically when I was 20 and that was never go to the doctor. If you can fix it, sew it, patch it up yourself, do it. So it's a 6.8. So there are scars on my, on my arms and my knees that I've actually sewed up together. Oh, I don't sew. I just glue. Gluing's good, but wrap it up, glue it up. You don't need to. When I'm out, when I used to be out in the wilderness, I didn't always have, you know, glue with me. That wasn't my thing. When you when you got hit by that car, (laughs) and you were stumbling around, and you thought you were dead, did you go to the hospital then? I did. Okay, well there you go. You're right. You know, once you break down, you might as well just give it up. (laughs) Once you've broken your streak of taking care of yourself like a man. So people that don't. Give Didn't listen to an early episode. I told a story once where I thought I, d- I died. <laughs> and so I didn't, obviously. But let me go back to the 30s. Okay, so when I hit my 30s. Oh, oh, your 30s, not the 19. Okay. Okay, so then in my 30s, I started like, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor for like, I'm going to go to the doctor for big things. You know, like for one, I had a pneumonia once. And I definitely went to the doctor for that. And then in my 40s, then I... I went to the doctor whenever my wife tells me to. <laughs> yep. Because I was, I'm too weak to, to put up a fight yeah, anymore. Well, that's a good point. But what does she know? She's not a veterinarian. Right, right. So now I'm in my 50s and there's other medical things that I do. Like, oh, marijuana? No, <laughs> that's not one of them. But men are supposed to do a certain thing once in a while. Every year, year two years. With the a doctor. Procto- a proctologist? Uh, yeah. Procto- yeah, yeah. What is that called? Proctologist. Yeah, proctologist. But what's the uh, procedure called? Proctal I thought it was the one finger procedure. Uh, whatever. I, I don't think I'm going to be on schedule for that. Oh, you've never done that? No. I'm only 50 now. But- yeah, yeah. Me neither. 
Oh, you were trying to lull me. No, no, I was kidding. I've, I had I had to do the test. Now, somebody told me now you don't have to do that anymore. They can just check it all out on a blood test. Yeah. Yeah. You go old fashioned, right? Well, doctors <laughs> take a long time to catch up. Uh, that's true. So this is when I reach th- my 60s someday. This is, this is worth noting. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it is worth noting. The medical profession, you know, they may seem like professionals and a lot of them are, but it does take a long, long time for the, ca- for them to catch up to science. Uh, in the early days of x-rays, doctors realized, Hey, you know what? If we x-ray x-ray pregnant women, we can see the fetus and see what kind of shape it's in. <laughs> so they were x-raying, you know, pregnant women left, right and center. And it turned out it didn't take long to figure out that that was not a good practice. It took 50 years for that practice to completely go out of uh, out of usage. Oh, you're kidding. I didn't know they did that for 50 years, and even with all the birth defects. Yeah. Well, yeah, wasn't on the x-ray. <laughs> and there's so much information like that. I mean, the whole dietary crap that we were fed when in the 70s, 80s, 90s through the 2000s, you know, that was all nonsense actually baked up from by doctors, medical doctors. Um and, the, and you know, this whole vitamin D thing, you, you, taking a vitamin D supplement is as likely to hurt you as it is to help you. And that is basically not at all. <laughs> and still people are just wildly prescribing like, yeah, oh, but what is- about in the old days when they used to say, hey, eat, you need to eat liver because it's got vitamin D in it. You don't think that had something to do with bone structure and. Well, D, um, the studies have shown that you can, the only good vitamin D is the vitamin D that your body produces. Through the sun. Yeah. So you have to produce the vitamin D to really actually metabolize it properly. And I, I'm not an expert, so do your own research, but don't trust your doctor. Because um, <laughs> they probably haven't, they probably this haven't. This is from one the, not non-doctor too. I just, you know, I, one day I got really kind of fed up with this because I heard on a lot of different stories on both sides. So I, I, I read a bunch of uh, abstracts of papers. I didn't read the papers. I just read the abstracts. And looking at the studies that looks at studies, like it's a study of studies. It's nice. a meta-study. And- Time after time again, they say, well, you know, we found that in certain cases it would work. In certain cases it would hurt, it would hurt, but you know, very small populations here and very small populations there. And you taking a sup, a vitamin D supplement just didn't seem to have any real effect. Well, I totally agree except, with you, but from an anecdotal point of view. Except as a placebo. Oh, well, placebos work. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so. Until, un- unless you listen to me and I've just burst your bubble. <laughs> Damn you! Actually, they no. The, the Are you killing people pl- as we speak with placebos? They still work when you know it's a placebo. <laughs> no, I know, I get it. That's what I'm saying. So, where was I at? Oh, so the whole thing is my plan is if I make it to my 60s, which I hope I do for my kids' sake, <laughs> I plan on do starting doing the whole vaccine thing. Like, you know, I'll take the flu vaccine once a month or once month. a year. That's a little whatever they recommend. <laughs> And then when I, if I make it into my seventies, I'll start doing the, uh, blood thinners and all the other stuff they do to keep your diabetes down or whatever. Knock yourself out, man. I think this isn't like just a regular flu vaccine though. I think it's worth taking. No. And I understand. And you wait another month or two and it's going to be real. I mean, the, uh, so the first time I got the shot like a month ago, you know, it took about an hour to get in and out and it was in the car. And the last time I went, it took a lot less time and I, you know, I had to park and get out and walk in, but there were a lot fewer people and it went pretty quickly. So I suspect as well, I actually saw this story this, this week. I think the number was 73% of the people who are not vaccinated don't plan on getting vaccinated in America or don't have any immediate plans. So they've been talking about too many vaccines. 
So, oh yeah. Oh, oh you mean they? Have so I was talking about this the other a uh, couple of episodes ago, and I was saying in the UK they ordered on a, approximately two complete serviced vaccines for every registered or citizen that they could keep track of. So two for per person. They only needed one, but they got two, and now they're just sitting on all these vaccines. I I'm, I suspect like most medical anything they have an expiration date oh yeah of course yeah so we're talking billions of dollars oh, well, I don't know about, sitting in refrigerators I mean, how, all over the world was it no it's not billions of dollars because the vaccines i think are i don't remember something there was it was i don't remember what the, the the cost of the vaccine was but it wasn't that much and how many people live in in uh, is this england or the uk so the the thing that i was looking at and oh i was talking about the uk that's a fewer than 100 million people right but now let's bring it over to america mm-hmm. so they Let's just say they got one vaccine for every American. And yeah, I think that's about, I'm guessing forty uh, percent of the population is not gonna want to do this. Yeah, I, I should I should clarify that seventy three percent is uh I'll I'll actually read the poll. Poll. Seventy three percent of unvaccinated Americans say they won't take the J and J shot, the Johnson and Johnson sh- shot, which got bad publicity because people are stupid. Um I think there was a okay, here we go. This is an, another another statistic. Wait a minute, just to let you know. I do not believe people are stupid. I oh, believe no, you, you, people you do make stupid. Have you not stu- been on this? How long have you been on this planet? <laughs> people make stupid decisions, but just because they make a stupid decision does not make them stupid. There are no stupid decisions. There are only stupid people. <laughs> okay. All right. Go on with the poll. A majority of 44% who said in the poll that they were unvaccinated indicated they definitely or probably would not get inoculated. So that's 44%. Say that again. How many? So 44%. That's a, yeah, it's a weird oh, so way I was off it. by 4%. No, no, no. Well, no, yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, I think that may be, uh, uh, whatever. I don't, this isn't the best written article. Yeah, so that's not, that's not encouraging. Got nothing on that. Okay. Uh, next, just, well, just as well. Well, let's just do this. Before we really start the meat of the show. Want to take a break? Can we, yeah, can we just get a warmer upper? Yeah, you know, I I think rather than another vaccine shot, I think I've had enough vaccine shots. I think I could use another dose of coffee. I'm not going to, on my next thing of coffee, get a little prick in my mouth, am I? What? <laughs> Never mind. You want a little prick in your mouth? No. No, thank you. I can't help you with that. <laughs> You've been in your house so long, you don't even remember what the sun looked like. But you ain't ready to leave those four walls. But you're sure tired of looking at that dim floor. It's ugly. And you want something a little more interesting. Well, you should check out Go-Rages when you want an outrageous floor. We got all kinds of fun patterns like like flying monkeys. And some of my favorite, paisleys and bubblegum balls. We got pizza floor, pepperoni if you like it. If you're still learning how to read, we got alphabet floor. And that ain't spilt soup. We got covered wagons with horses. We got grapefruit and green grass. Fire trucks and fireflies. We got chicken for your kitchen. Heck, we got a floor to look like you're floating in outer space, staring at a big old Saturn and even possibly your anus. Keep your mind clean and come on down and go rages for some go outrageous foreign. That's G-O-R-A-G-E-O-U-S dot com. See you soon. Felony embezzlement? Really? (laughs) So you were talking about... (coughs) See, I'm coughing into the mic. Yeah. 
So you were talking about stupid people. I said people weren't stupid. They make stupid decisions. Boy, I really, I just. I mean, I, I know there are people that aren't the highest of the IQ, but I don't think generally speaking, people are stupid. Okay, sure. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, you were talking to me about this person in Texas. There are a lot who, of people in Texas and there are a lot of stories from Texas. For close to 30 years. Oh. Did not know that she... That her boyfriend did well, not return a video. They didn't say boyfriend. They she said the oh. man that she was living with. Oh, sexy. No, it did. I I didn't I didn't I didn't read anything to it. She said living with it could have been just cohabitating. Oh right, right, like let's, a roommate. Let's back up and let me just tell tell the story. No, you tell the story. No, you tell the story. <laughs> so okay, so this poor woman decides to change her name because she got married. This is recent. Yeah. She's 52 years old. Oh. Just putting things in in context. Oh, good point. And so they say to her, excuse me, ma'am, we are unable to change your name because you've been convicted of a felony. (laughs) And she's like, what? (laughs) And so she finds out that for years now, she's not been able to get a job and she could not figure out why because... A video store put out a warrant on her about a video that was 10 days late and she chose to ignore it or forgot about it because her boy, or I'm sorry, her living mate borrowed it and she didn't either know about it or care about it or what. And that video company decided to put a warrant out on her and she didn't show up to court. Which I can see why. She probably thought, ah, just a ticket. <laughs> just okay, a speeding maybe, maybe ticket. I should have told it. Go ahead. Do you want me to start over or do you want me to no, just pick add up on to it? Okay. Let's just be clear. Okay. 19, the year is 1999. You're a, you're a young woman in Texas. You have no interest in Sabrina the Friendly Witch. I think that's the name of it. Uh, <laughs> but the person you're living with you know, probably swipes your video card, goes, gets it for her, her, his kids. They watch it. They forget to return it. And then the video store gets something uh, <clears throat> lodged up its rear end and uh, they prosecute. And uh, you, un- unbeknownst to you, you have a felony embezzlement charge <laughs> for 60 bucks. This hangs over your entire future for the next 22 years. And job after job, you get rejected from and they won't tell you why. They did a background check and find out you have fe- a felony embezzlement. Um, you have a felony embezzlement conviction on your record. Because she didn't show up to court. Well, yeah, they convicted her because she didn't know because she was probably moved out and moved on. And no, she never rented any videotape because Sabrina, who, who, and this woman, you know, is 30 years old by this point. So why would she be renting that video anyway? Well, she can thank Archie comics for that. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> Texas, come on. What are you doing? A felony embezzlement for not returning a videotape? Oh yeah. Car, uh, kids <laughs> before Netflix. You had, like an animal, you had to get out of your house. You had to go down to a store, see other human beings, look at us, you know, at shelf after shelf of videos and pick out what you wanted to watch that day. Don't forget about how greasy those uh, videos used to be. They used to have like a greasy film to them. Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) I only rented from the front of the store, Christopher. The the videos from the back of the store... Okay, in the, in I don't the know. dark room. Maybe those were greasy, <laughs> but I only rented from the front. Well, this is Texas. Do they do they have those rooms? Oh, come on, Texas, <laughs> Texas. 
Oh my goodness. So, well, I think this is kind of funny and maybe it's not funny, but I remember, you know, traveling around as a young person and avoiding Texas because I was so worried that you could make a mistake and they'd put you in jail for like 10 years for just the simplest things. Well, you're not black. Oh, (laughs) no, but I had... I had long hair and they didn't like hippies. I wasn't a hippie, but they could they would consider me a hippie. All you gotta do is put a cowboy hat on. You know, I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. And I even had probably gotta two or think. three. Gotta think. So that was I was gonna list that under funny dumb funny stories, but it's not funny really. Not not your Texas hat thing, but the uh you know, the videotape thing. And it's just ridiculous. So she 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 just speculates that she was turned down for five jobs over those twenty two year period because of the stupid conviction are we clear it's not netflix right (laughs) it's not even blockbuster but here's i guess the only funny part of the story is that the video store in question held on to two until 2008 i'm like what video store was still in existence in 2008 (laughs) maybe the kind that had a big huge greasy back (laughs) back room so you've probably been there (laughs) no was it you no did you take out sabrina do you have some sick fetish for for witches it's so funny that that movie I've never seen. Have you? I kind I kind of have a thing for witches. What? Uh, uh, is it's it not Sabrina it was- like like um, from Bewitch. It's Sabrina from like, or maybe it's that Harrison Ford. I don't know. I don't whatever. Know. Once upon a time, in a mansion on Long Island. I think it's from that. In a world. <laughs> Who cares? Let's move on. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, I don't have to apologize, silly. Don't be stupid and apologize. What's next? Um. The other kind of dumb, and this is kind of funny, is dumb and funny and funny and dumb. America's role in the Super League debacle. Do you know what even what I'm talking about? You know, I heard this on the news. What did they mean by Super League? I heard this, <laughs> I was listening to NPR and they were talking about the Super League and I'm like, I'm not interested in comic books. Speaking ah, of comic books. Yes, you are. Slightly. No, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. These are sports. This is, uh, that, that game that they, they play in Europe where they kick the ball around. They, for some reason, don't pick up the ball and throw it. Are you talking about that black and white one that's now yellow? Oh, is it yellow now? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I guess it's orange. Depends on the league. Of, it's all kind of colors now. Soccer, you know, quote football. Oh, let's, let's digress just for a second. You know, I know the Europeans get all bent out of shape when we call it soccer and, and, and we, and we call our football, football, American football, football. It's so funny because it's complete. If you understand the root of the word, it makes complete sense. Because, Why is that? Well, these these words, soccer and football, both come. I believe both come from England, and soccer is later, and football is earlier. And the reason football was came up as was coined as a term was because there were two kinds of sports people would play. Uh, if you had money, you did not play sports on foot. Oh, you mean like polo? You played. Sports on other people's hooves. Have you ever seen a polo match? You can ask me later. It's it's it was okay. So the Super League it was supposed to be set up as a new soccer league in Europe. Wait wait, that's it's not a comic book. No, <laughs> it's it's more ridiculous. No, it is a comic book. <laughs> no, it's not. Super Justice League, maybe. But anyway, go for uh, it. yeah. So the 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 top. Mo- the top earning leagues in Europe decided they wanted to get together and make a new league with their own rules. And basically one of the things that really got people peeved off about this is that uh, they wouldn't really have to compete against each, each other to get into the finals. So <laughs> this all blew up last week. And within the space of a few days, it went from the biggest news on the planet to, uh, no, we're going to cancel that because everybody, basically everybody in Europe picked up their guns and started marching on these owners, who these 10 owners who wanted to create this. Was it because league. there was American involved in all of this? You know, that's what I they thought said. that might be part of it. 
three of the owners are American. Uh, and are they it, European American? Do you know any of them? I don't know. Well, oh, okay, but they are I American. Know? Okay. Why? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go, stupid go. Americans owning soccer. They're only so what, bil- they're just billionaires. That's all. Why would a stupid American want? I mean, of all the things you could buy, because you can't buy American football, so they went for European. Of course, you could buy. You could probably start your own team if you wanted to here. Okay. Anyway, I think we got way off track here. But uh, what was the point? The point was, yeah. So some of the Europeans are getting in, uh, being their bonnet about this. Oh, this is just some big American capitalist scheme trying to come in here and take over our sport. Well, you know. The majority of owners were, in fact, European, so you can't really put this one on the on the, Europe, on the Americans. And there's this really weird sentence that I read on Axios about this, and I'm going to just quote, quote, put it this way. U.S. sports are fairly socialist, while European soccer is pure capitalism. The Super League would have made it even more capitalistic, which feels like an extension of European, not American sports culture, which that sentence, end quote, that sentence really doesn't make a lot of sense to begin with. But the idea that somehow sports, and they're talking about uh, the championships and how playoff systems work. And they, and in America, you know, both in the NFL and the NBA uh, and the M- MBL, M- MLB, uh, you start every team starts off at the beginning of the season at the same level. And you got to fight to get into the playoffs. And this is, you know, the great thing of the Super Bowl. It's really hard to get back year after year and only a few teams ever make it back the second year. After they won, the same thing with Major League Baseball. You have, you know, you, the Yankees and the Red Sox sometimes get streaks, but for the most part, you can have underdogs come out of nowhere. Uh, and and so they're thinking that that's, quote, socialist, where I'm thinking, well, no, that looks to me be more capitalist because there's no there's no controls. Whereas the socialists, this new Super League was going to play, going to put requirements on anybody who's in league gets automatically gets to be in, in the playoffs which means there's someone sitting up top deciding who gets to be in the playoffs instead of the people actually coming up and fighting for it. That's a long way to say that it was a stupid sentence. And, you know, I, I guess people have a hard time grasping what the difference between socialism and capitalism is. Was that even worth putting in? <laughs> it was very interesting to me, but here's okay. the thing. We did this in the United States when I was in my teens. So we have American football, which is the best football <laughs> of all. <laughs> Because we have different players that actually do things other than just kick a ball. <laughs> uh, we know I want to. I, I want to like. Uh, I want to like soccer, but it it's it's too slow. There they play too many. They too much of their gameplay seems to be dedicated to trying to draw a foul instead of actually playing the game. And the field is too big, which is you know encourages it being too slow. And and you know the scoring is a little bit on the low side. It's not exactly that exciting. And last but not least, what's the worst part of soccer, Christopher? Do tell. You can end in a tie. Oh, right. What? I hate that. That's just antithetical to the entire idea of sport. One is better than the other. You can't tie. You can't both be as good. <laughs> One is better. Once upon a time, the NFL got a, a, a competitor. Oh, it, right. It was the U.S. Football League. XFL. Not quite. The XFL. And what had happened was they started up teams in all these cities that did not have NFL teams. So guess what? Phoenix was one of them. And we had a team called the Wranglers. And the reason I remember the Wranglers so well is because my pop bought tickets, season tickets, and they were right next to the cheerleaders. (laughs) Nice. Did he do that intentionally? I don't know if he did or not, but knowing him, probably. (laughs) And so... 
I re- vaguely remember the games, but I do remember the cheerleaders. And I even had a Wrangler cheerleader poster on my wall for years. Where is it now? <laughs> is it still on your wall? I was going to make a crude joke, but I went I went away oh, from it. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? Come on. It had to go along with the greasy back room in the video. Live your convictions, segment. man. Live your convictions. <laughs> So anyways, I used to love these games, but the problem is it's like amateur hockey. And that is as soon as you see like a golden player and like, oh my God, you go to the games to see this person, they would get snagged and pulled up. And that's what happens in the hockey games too. As soon as you go to your team back in the day, which was, you know, a few years back, Phoenix had the Roadrunners. And I used to go to all of those. And then, but the thing was, I stopped after a while because every time you see a good player, they get snatched up. That's what was happening with his American football leagues. You'd finally get some good players and you have this amazing team because maybe they have like a couple of these, boom, they get snatched up and then all of a sudden the team stinks and then the rest of the season is terrible. You know, I may have confused that the American League with the XFL. I think that may have been a different thing. There may even be, have been three different uh, American football alternatives, the NFL that cropped up over the years. It was either two or three because I think the XFL was separate from the American League. And I don't know if that's the same thing as the arena football. The XFL, I think. Oh, no, was, arena football is pretty cool and it's still pretty oh, popular. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. Is it really? I, okay. The, the XFL, I think, was a thing that started, was started in the 90s, uh, who Trump was, was a backer of this that tried to take on the uh, the NFL and failed miserably because, you know, Trump was involved. And, you know, I should take that back. It really wasn't called the American Football League. That's actually an older one. Okay. So you were talking about the XFL? No, I was talking about the United States Football League. Do you even know what you're talking about? (laughs) Well, I I was young. I was young and it took me a minute to think of it all. I don't know uh, anything about sports. So it's understandable that I don't remember all these different leagues it was only on for a few years you should have you you (laughs) went to the games you were there you're a sportsman i believe we had season tickets to every single season they had while they exist (laughs) um my dad loved playing sports just like i do so i belonged to pop warner i did little league i did whatever basketball association i was part of i was in the I was in the AYSO, which is was, which was a big part of the uh, kids organization for soccer. Um, so all the big famous kid organizations, I was in there. But uh, watching was never a thing for yeah, me until been. I saw live football. Huh. I mean, really, I I was joking early about the cheerleaders, and believe me, that was the highlight of the evening. But I was really into watching the game as well. I mean, it was fun. And it's to this day, I love watching live sports. I know people get, uh, people really criticize baseball because it's boring. <laughs> Golf is boring. I get it. I totally get it. I can't stand to watch it on TV, but I love going to a game. Whenever I'm in a city, if it is anywhere near spring and there's a baseball game going on, I will do everything I can to go watch a baseball game. Uh, it's spring and you're in a city with a lot of, baseball. Are you saying I haven't seen? I'm talking about when I'm traveling around. Okay, so you don't want to go in your own hometown to all I the do. baseball I teams do. that come I do here? see spring trainings once in a blue moon, but uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I love seeing, it's it's part of the traveling experience for me. Oh, I so, see. 
like, for example, when I'm in Kansas City, I go see their baseball team. Or, I, I mean, when I was in Chicago, I was lucky I got to see uh, Ortiz break Ted Williams' record. I mean, I got lucky that day. I was with my son on that day. I know, I know that means nothing to you, James. <laughs> blank but let's just say this. There are roads all over Boston that say Ted Williams on really? it. Really? It's like the name of the street? Yeah, they named it after But that's him. crazy. Speaking of Boston, I think we have some of the background that has a Boston accent. No? Anyways. And uh, anyway, so I'm, I haven't seen any or heard of any streets being changed for Ortiz. But if they do, I'll let you know. <laughs> Life getting you down. Is your head always drooping towards the floor? And then seeing your horrible floor just makes you feel that much worse? What to do? Don't change you. That's too much work. Change your floor instead. Go Rageous Flooring is happy, sunny, exciting, rejuvenating flooring. They make flooring fun again. Woohoo! Go Rageous Flooring. For one, you just can't bear to look at your old, horrible floor anymore. You'll be so happy, you won't ever look at your floor again. Whoopee. That's GoRageousFlooring.com. GoRageousFlooring. G-O-R-A-G-E-O-U-S dot com. It's kind of it's kind of old news now, but you know, a few like said, two months ago, people got kind of worked up. The uh, the uh, alt right got a little bit worked up because Mr. Potato Head got renamed just Potato Head. Yeah, why did that happen? Oh, because it was gendered. They didn't think the toy needed to. But be there gendered. is a Mrs. Or oh yeah, Ms. yeah, yeah, no, no. But why should there be any genders? Why can't they just put? Why can't Mr. Potato Head put? Uh, you know, fancy lipstick. Well, on I had a Mr. Potato Head as a kid, and my kids. Now, did you have the plastic one or a potato? Oh, no, I did the, the plastic okay. one. Though, of course, you do take the pieces from the plastic one and once in a while for fun, steal one of your mom's potatoes and put the pieces in there. That is disgusting, sir. <laughs> disgusting. Anyway. No, um, I had a point about that. And there is a point to being Mr. Potato Head because think about this. Potato Head. You see that on a box with a toy yes. with a bunch of hats and stuff on it. Okay, that's mildly interesting but what's what's actually funnier potato head or mr potato head <laughs> i'm sorry but the fact is mr potato head is simply funnier than potato head it's true and that's pretty obvious why is it because you generally don't gender a potato <laughs> so the whole thing is ridiculous but the mr part makes it sound a little bit fancy and makes it even more ridiculous that you're taking a potato the humblest of vegetables and making a mr do you know what a lemon so, pig is? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. How did we get that? How did you do that? <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long that my those those brain cells have been... So you do know what a lemon pig is? Well, I have seen some in reference to some cartoons of some people here in Phoenix that I oh, tend to follow. Oh, right. Okay. So there's a tradition in some families that on New Year's, you take a lemon, because most people don't, I know we think of lemonade as summertime thing, but actually lemons become ripe most places in the world in fall and are ready to eat at Christmas time. I mean, that's why in the old days they used to give oranges for Christmas. That's another whole story. Anyways, so I was doing my browsing through the internet exercise that I do every time. I am on vacation. I get to do stuff I don't normally get to do. So I start looking at all the silly things that are on the internet. Not all the important things that I look at every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I read about this tradition that some families do where it's kind of like the Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head type thing. And what you do is you take a lemon and you make it look like a pig. And then that is considered good luck. What that? Oh, man. Humans are weird. But here's the thing. You have to put money in its mouth. <laughs> now, it could be a penny or a gold coin if you're so lucky to have a gold coin. In Tell your- you what. We'll do that this year. I'll supply the lemons. <laughs> so, And you can supply the money. Ah, okay. So you do want old pennies that I found on I the ground. The, I want the money. <laughs> you don't want the, okay. So. I don't want you. I have been doing lemon pigs now for about, well, this last Christmas was the third year I did lemon pigs. Whoa. Yeah. Three years in a row. And you said 30 years. I thought you said 30 Oh, years. no, no. Three years. Okay. No, 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 no. So I, this last year was the third one. So this is, this is from a, a recent hemorrhage. Yes, yes, yeah. Now, so, and what you're what you're saying is the first year I did it, I had saw I have I had seen all these people that take a picture every day yeah. of their lemon right. pig oh. and watch it slowly get slowly get moldy. But for some reason, mine didn't. So when I did the picture, I go, well, let's do something a little more entertaining. So I would take the pig and move it around the house and put it in kind of. Uh, kid friendly. Okay, I'm going to just be clear on that. Different positions around the house, and I and I threw them up on the internet, and they got a few views. So I just kept going with it. I just don't understand how you're still married. <laughs> do you do this? Do you do this surreptitiously while your wife is at work? Well, here's the sad part. I couldn't talk anybody to doing this thing with me, <laughs> but I did wrangle in my daughter, oh, and she helped do me with the her. first two years. But oh. the third year, she's like, no, I'm too old for this. Well, I think it's not that she's too old. She has developed a sense of taste and style, probably. <laughs> I can't Ooh, disagree with you on that. That is hard. Anyway. Well, it's a classy thing to do because you actually get to use aluminum foil. <laughs> uh, yeah, aluminum foil and, and, and lemon juice. How could that go wrong? And Oh, right. And um, cloves and whatever you can find uh, around the house to right. try to make. So you won't wear a dress, but you'll put a dress on a <laughs> Lemon pig coming lemon to pig. you oh, this winter. You know what? Not coming to you. <laughs> We're going to put a stop to that. I love lemon pig. But back to my earlier point, which I had not finished yet. So there sorry, are sorry, some, sorry. There are some things that are just better when they're gendered. Mr. Potato Head is funnier and more interesting when it's gendered uh as opposed to the scouts you know we used to call it the boy scouts and now we're calling the scouts and i think that's an improvement i think scouts is better than boy scouts so this is when one time we're taking gender away and we make the term better uh one time when we're taking gender away from mr potato head and mr potato head and making it worse well i want to comment on the boy scout thing since Why you brought you? it up so it was always kind of ridiculous that they called it boy scouts because there's been girls in Boy Scouts since the 70s. Now, I know about? they were in the news for a lot of negative stuff lately, but the truth of the matter is they've actually been a pretty progressive organization for years. In fact, most of the child safety things that are at most schools, the first people to ever exercise them was BSA. Well, they, they're whipping board. It's easy to pile up on them. It is. It's so it's so uncool. Yeah, that's Can you happens. imagine them uh, doing that to like the Boys and Girls Club and they would never do it to the Girl Scouts? I think given the right motivation. Especially oh, really? These, especially these days. You know, again, it's gendered, so it's open It's open uh, season. Oh, right. It's, I always seem like... I mean, if you take the logical 
road that the, these woke people are going down, the Girl Scouts will eventually hit their radar. I hope we didn't do it just now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that much influence. <laughs> All right. Just before we go, I just, uh, I want to throw out one little thing. What are you talking about? Speaking of traditions, James. Uh, you don't tell me any more scary traditions you have. Okay. Okay. I got one more. Okay. So. Only one I have. There is, it's a very special Saturday, this April, uh, this May 1st. Okay. So May 1st, May 1st yeah. is May Day. With you, are the not May, t- you are not some kind of May With the May pole. And normally May Day falls on other days. But because it's a Saturday, there's a few places in the United States where they still do the Maypole dance. All right, now I'm getting really scared. <laughs> I'm just getting scared that you know this, that you've been planning something. <laughs> And Are you so this entire, Saturday, entire... there should be celebrations all over the world, oh, yeah. especially Europe. <laughs> and they'll be doing uh, maypole dances. <laughs> Do you know how I know about this? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. When I was a you little... You can't... No, it's not possible. I <laughs> yeah. don't believe you. When I was a little guy, nope. yeah, I went to a, a preschool. <laughs> nope. And <laughs> we did... A maypole dance, and we held the little ribbons, all the little boys, little girls, and we had to do basically like the skipping dance, and we did a maypole dance. (laughs) Is this in California? Yeah, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. (laughs) It was in San Francisco. Are you sure they just didn't need extras for some stupid European film? I only did it once that I remember, oh. and I believe it was preschool. Because there's, I, I'm one of these guys that remembers stuff like crazy stuff. Anyways, there's a, only a few preschool memories I have, and that is one of them. Boy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you have one. Address. Say again. So you have one address. One address. Worn a dress. No, no, I've not worn a dress. We we did dress nicely. How can you that dance day? around a, a maypole and not wear a dress. What are you talking about? Don't it's little boys and little girls. Don't they the they wear dresses? Were, this was back in the day when girls actually were not ashamed to wear a dress. Ashamed? <laughs> they, they're not today? I don't think so. I'm not talking about a sexy skirt. I'm talking about a real dress. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, women love to wear a dress, sexy skirt, especially if it's black. Have you not been to Utah? <laughs> I guess. Anyways, I just thought I'd share that with you. If you happen to be uh, paying attention this Saturday at any Maypole celebrations, feel oh, free to stop by and enjoy in the festivities. I had no opinion, and now I know I'm going to stay in. <laughs> I went to a children's- Are you going out? Are you going to be going to any uh, Maypoles? Are you going to be telling your kids I, I, honestly, to Honestly, I won't. I won't be. But I did oh, go to a children's God. festival one time in Germany, which was definitely not for the children. <laughs> it was just a big beer drinking party. Yeah, they do that a lot. Those Germans, I love them so much. Really? Well, at least in this modern day age. Okay. <laughs> all right. My coffee's all done. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out for the day. But thank you so much, James. Oh, you're welcome. May and uh, and if I do get invited to any May Day celebrations, I'll make sure to give you a call. You can keep that to yourself. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Heatstroke is brought to you by Markers in Motion. If you'd like to contact Heatstroke. Go to heatstrokepodcast.com. Won't you come on out? The sun is out. The sun-
sun is out so bright. Don't you come on out, it's making light, light and bright for you. Sleepyhead. Don't you see me? Take a boo. Don't you feel me? It's morning dew. All I want yes. is a cup. Yes. A very large cup. Yes. In my hand. Yes. A large cup. Hot. One. Oh. Cup. It's not tea. And it must be dark, dark brown. Oh, it's made from pink up brown. Make it hot, make it hot, make it very, very hot. Coffee. Before it looks so drear, I got a suggestion that would make you cheery. It's gorgeous. They got floors with fishes and fairies, bubbles and berries, cats and canaries. So as you're looking for something a little unique, go to our website and go 